Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we get drunk, we watch movies, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. I'm Sapper. And we got to see Black Widow opening night. Yes. Back in theaters. Hell yeah. It's good to be back. First Marvel movie in theaters in, you know, what, two, two years? Minute. Two years, yeah. Spider-Man was the last one that came out like two years ago. Ooh, mm-hmm. that was good. Um, yeah, actually, it was... It was really good. Yeah, like, actually two years ago, though, because I remember it was, like, July something. It was July. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, so this is the first movie that wasn't a TV show. Well, that was dumb to say. Okay, this is the first Marvel. This is the first thing movie that comes. wasn't a TV show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is the first Marvel thing really? that has come in that hasn't been a TV show on Disney Plus since Spider Man. Yes, okay, there we go. Who got there? Cool. Um, yeah, so let's get into the movie here quickly. So uh, the director Kate Shortland, she got us into this movie really well. Like, uh, started- stop. No? Before we go too far, okay. I just want to say for everyone who loves hearing our beautiful voices, in case you haven't already figured it out, this is your spoiler warning. So, like, from this moment on, if you don't want to be spoiled, turn this the fuck off. That's all. I just wanted to say that because some people think that we're going to talk about it and not immediately spoil it. And we definitely are. Yeah. So. Black Widow dies. <laughs> that's not a spoiler. <laughs> unless you're like, one, three right? years late. So now I am going to start things off because in the car I said that I was going to start things off. Why did nobody tell me that Natasha had a hotter and funnier sister? We didn't know. Yeah, we just figured that out. Yeah. Boy. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't say she's hotter. No. Shut the Mm. fuck up. So I said we're having this debate. Mm. We're having having this hot, ugly debate right now. So So, accept things. No, no, no. no, no, no. Let me explain. (sighs) In case anybody doesn't know, there's the concept of hot, there's the concept of ugly, which, like, yeah, basic, and then there is hot, ugly, and ugly, hot. So really, really good examples are Channing Tatum is so hot that he's ugly, and Adam Driver is so ugly that he's hot. I think... Ben Swallow. Sorry. What a man. I think that Scarlett Johansson is borderline on the hot, ugly... That being said, I am very picky with my women. She might just not be my type, but her face is too angled and sharp, and she kind of looks like a rat in, like, the prettiest way possible. That's just mean. Yes. Okay. You're a mean person. And no, she's just straight up hot. And now what about Florence Pugh? Florence oh. Pugh is... Hot! Hot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, she's straight up hot. I, I kind of agree with Seb. I think she is hotter than ScarJo. I Thank have a you. I do a thing for Scar Joe, but in this movie, man, I don't know. I think she stole it. I think she stole this movie. Mm-hmm. Well, she Pugh. carried it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, carried it. Yeah, she's probably my favorite character in the movie, other than like David Harbor. But like, he He's, wasn't in his. I like I liked him, I like David Harbor and Scarlett Johansson like the same level. Mm. So like, at least she wasn't like you know completely in the background of her own movie, like another certain. Character. I think she. I really like that she shared the front, like, she shared the front page of her movie. Mm. Yes. Like, she wasn't solely on the back burner, and she was obviously, like, the main character, but I like that. Well, yeah, I mean, like, look at the cup they gave us at the um, at the concession stand. Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, uh, Florence Pugh's really, like, right next to her. Mm-hmm. So she's sort of, like, the second main character, which I was actually going to bring that up. Like, um... My criticisms for this – we're already starting off with criticisms, but my criticisms are that um, I wish we had more more time with Elena in the beginning. Is that her name, Elena? Yelena. Yelena, okay. Mm-hmm. I wish we had more time with her because um, she seemed like she had kind of like a – like well, a sisterhood with the widows and then like um, when she accidentally – when she kills one of them because she's a defector – and then she gets like the gas like thrown it's like thrown at us really quickly. Well, we don't and, like like I want I wanted more time to be like, "Well, she just killed one of her like sisters apparently." So like Well, you know we what I mean? don't see her well the all, the entire sisterhood with the widows is a false sense of them not having control of their brain. Yeah. Right. So like she obviously feels bad when she killed her, but we also like we couldn't have the time really to see her struggle with that because she had to get the fuck out of there yeah we also didn't really know like 
it was, as you said, thrown at us really fast. And, yeah. like, mm-hmm. I had no time to comprehend what's going on. Because this movie is boom, boom, boom. It just goes mm-hmm. after that whole prologue. Holy shit. Yeah, the prologue. Which, the prologue was pretty cool, too. It was. It was cool to see, like, you know, just um, Russians undercover in the U.S. Uh, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> I think they... What's the father's name? Alexi. I think they dragged out Alexi on the plane, on the wing of the plane, too long. Yeah, it was that like, scene how did he was get like five, into the plane? I don't know. That scene was five minutes, and it could have been like 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> that's all. I mean, I, well, I, I think it's that, that's showing off the, the action, yeah, which I thought was really was well cool. done in this it movie. It was. Yeah. The stunts and choreography, top notch. Mm. But, yeah, and <laughs> I kind of find, find it funny how uh, David Harbour's name is Alexi. In this, yeah, and then he did, and Alexi, Alexi is the guy from Stranger Things, yeah, that everyone yeah. fell in love with, yeah, yeah. Oh man, oh poor Alexi, he was too, he was too good for this world. <laughs> he was too good. Um, yeah, spoilers for Stranger Things season three, apparently. Yeah, well, that was like two years ago, so yeah, they can get yeah. the fuck over yeah, it. Yeah, fuck it. Um, Black Widow's dead, so can <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. And the first note I had, oh well, I guess we can talk about the fight scenes. Talk about some of these fight scenes that were just so well done in mm. like they had like three of them pretty much back to back in like right after the prologue. It was like okay, yeah. there's no time to breathe here, and then we get to Natasha like uh, in Norway or whatever. Holy fuck! Yeah. When her car gets rocket launchered, yeah, that got me. That whoo, yeah, that just like we all just jumped. Like, oh shit! Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, that, the intro to Taskmaster right there. That was like oh mm. shit. <laughs> Which Taskmaster was? I wasn't expecting that that twist. I mean, well, I know you guys saw it coming, that just but yet. Let's, okay, okay, let's not get into that just yet. Um, but yeah, like I like I like this pattern of like, um, well, not a, I don't know, because like there was like a movie that we just did recently where like, um, the henchman it, I felt like should have been more of the villain than the actual villain. Yeah, because I mean, Taskmaster was more. What do we do? That? Ominous that was recently. Oh, movie wise, um, it was it was yeah, it was a recent movie. I don't know, Monsters Inc. Yes, yeah, well, Randall. I felt Randall in that movie should have been like the main the main villain, and Taskmaster should have been the main villain in this one. I think. Yeah, because Taskmaster is more ominous, and you don't know much about yeah. the person that is behind the mask. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> excuse me, and. Yeah, like the guy who's on top. I really did uh, Dragonov or Drakov. Drakov. I was like Dragonov. That's, That's a modern warfare. That is Dragunov. a modern warfare. I was thinking Tarkov. Yeah, but. It's, it's Drakov. Um, I I didn't really Drakunov. expect him to. He didn't seem like too big. Why do you look villain? like Danny DeVito? Eh. What he looks eh. like Danny DeVito? Not really. I thought you said, "Why do I look like Danny DeVito?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, give give that a few years. <laughs> Hey. Um, oh, not, not. Hey. <laughs> came out, so I blasting. <laughs> Drop my magnum condom for my magnum dong. Okay, Thank God. Honestly, uh, I though, be pure. I spent a good, I'm just brushing past this. I spent a good 45 minutes of the movie not being able to figure out if there was only one Taskmaster or if it was similar to the Dark Troopers where there's a squad mm-hmm. of them. And I also didn't know if they were a human or a robot. So, like, I'm okay with them kind of being on the back burner because I spent so much time just unsure. And I wasn't sure if, like, Taskmaster was a character. Because, so, spoiler alert, not spoiler alert, fun fact, I haven't seen Civil War. Mm-hmm. So, like, oh. <laughs> yeah. So you start off the movie, like, why is she on the run? Well, I mean, like, I know the pieces to put things together, but what I'm saying is there's so many characters in this movie where I didn't know if they had already been established or not. So, like, I didn't know if Taskmaster was new uh, or not. Yes. So it's like I'm sitting here, like, uh, so I just kind of, like, waited. But I also, I think it's good that Taskmaster wasn't the main villain because I think it would have taken away from their dedication to like killing and taking down Drakov. Mm-hmm. because like i think leaving him as the main villain really emphasizes the point and especially at the end of the movie when you see natasha and Drakov fighting for like one of the final times you just see how much control he has over the world mm-hmm. with like when he pulls up the map of all of his widows and what they're capable of doing 
And I think if Taskmaster was the main villain, that would not have sunk in nearly as much. No. So I'm really glad that yeah. Taskmaster was honestly, like, probably the one of the biggest side characters in this movie. I wanted, I wanted more at least. Like, well, but but the thing is, ta- we just, like, we, it's like we get told her backstory. Oh, sorry, spoiled it. Um, whatever. We got yeah, we, but we get we get told her backstory, and then mm-hmm. like there's sort of there's sort of like one scene where Natasha is like, "I'm sorry, I blew you up." Oh yeah. no! But like she's like so out of it at that point, where she can't like like I wasn't well, even no, sure again, if she was still a the, robot or not. Well, it's the same thing with. The way the Taskmaster acts, the way that Taskmaster acts, and how ruthless, like she is, it's just that's exactly how the widows are. Yeah. Mm. So it's. I was gonna say, let's establish this first right now, since we've already kind of said it's a she. It Dracov's daughter is Taskmaster after she got blown up. Antonia. By, by Antonia. yes, Antonia. She got blown up by Natasha mm-hmm. and Clint in Budapest, which is another big reveal that has so been teased. So that was Budapest. That was Budapest. Budapest. Yes. Budapest. So it, See, now I sound like Sean Connery. <laughs> Budapest. But yes, yeah, so that's the thing that's been teased in Marvel for the, like the last 10, or, yeah, like, <laughs> like 10 years, probably. Yeah, I, 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 was like, I was like thinking like in my head, like we should start a hashtag if they don't give it to us, like hashtag will give us Budapest. Yeah, right? Or Budapest. Yeah, right. So, what should we call it? Now I'm very confused. I wrote Buda, to, I wrote like well, it's spelled Budapest. I wrote mm-hmm. Budapest in my notes. Joe Pesci. <laughs> yes. See, when I thought you were going to say that, like for a minute I thought you said that for the past 10 years they've been teasing like Taskmaster and not Budapest. Mm. And in my head I'm like, are you going to make another joke where if they don't reveal who Taskmaster is, we're just going to assume that it's Mephisto? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was like the best, like, okay. My small entire- tangent. Can we go on a small oh, tangent here? What have I done? Okay. WandaVision had me hyped week to week. Loki, very great show. I'm not even saying very good. It's a very great show. Ugh. Not as, like, into it as, like, as it was with WandaVision. Mm-hmm. It was, WandaVision was... Something's fu- fucking wrong with you. It was then. a phenomenon to well, me. Well, so I think the problem is WandaVision is so different, and I think that WandaVision was the best introduction to the, this new era of Marvel TV shows. Because of how... It originally wasn't going to be. It was just going to be Falcon I'm and Winter so Soldier. I'm so glad that this was the start. Because if they started with the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, I would not have fucking looked at WandaVision. That being said, have I seen a single episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier or Loki? No. You want to know why? Because I love WandaVision so much and nothing will compare. Exactly. That's why I'm saying. I was so hyped. And then Loki was is like... It's it's generating like week-to-week excitement, but I'm not like... Like begging to watch it. Like, it doesn't like, have you hyped yeah. from the bat. Yes. Yeah. And, and while we're on the Disney Plus shows, um, yes, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be first after Black Widow mm-hmm. came out. Originally. Right. And that's are you going to talk about the end credits? Yes. Scene? I'm going to talk about the end credits scene right now. So Valentina de Allegra, whatever the fuck it is. Oh yeah. Her name who is, is that? Um, she is the woman who is behind um, Allegra the F- Pill Company? Allegra de Fontaine, yeah. yeah. Valentina de Allegra Fontaine or something like <laughs> See, that. Now I'm only I don't know. It's the... Julia Louise D- Dreyfus's character. Yeah. Um, so she's basically has this network. She's basically like, kind of like Kingpin, but for like stealthy. She's like the, the Dark Avengers Nick Fury, right? Yes, basically. And so she has like, um, what's the agent agent thing whatever stop paying <laughs> i can't remember his name from falcon and Winter soldier u.s agent jesus yeah u.s agent. well so, yeah i don't know his actual name i forget john walker well i was gonna say <laughs> you, i was just gonna say you, i wasn't trying to go there but u.s agent she now has um yelena as well on her side so apparently yeah. yelena is working for her so we didn't know that before yeah and now they're going after hawkeye yeah in which the is hawkeye gonna, tv which show is, yeah which is gonna be really cool i'm honestly. really into that yeah, because now you have you have a villain we care about. Yes, and then setting up a new hero and a hero that we're already interested in. Like it's it's gonna the, now now I'm excited for Hawkeye. Like I, yeah. you know, Hawkeye's the next. Season. But I'm not excited for Hawkeye for the right reasons. Well, you want to see him get his ass kicked? By- yeah, because <laughs> it's be hot. Well. Um, well now, well now it's kind of like Civil War, where you don't want any either one of them to lose. Yeah. No, I don't care about Hawkeye. I thought he's kind of lame. Well, th- you disagree with me in the Avengers podcast that he should have died, or that he should have lived. You know, 
So I mean, did you want him to I, die or not? But he has a family. <laughs> yeah. Keep him alive. But like, I don't. That doesn't mean that I care about him. So you just we want him to kind of fuck off. We had this conversation in the kitchen yesterday. Okay, all, all this like mediocre attention that Hawkeye is getting should be going to Bruce Banner. And I know that they already gave him a shot way back in phase one, but I love Mark Ruffalo and I love Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner and I want more of it. Mark Ruffalo is milk toast to me. Stop! He's milk toast. Okay, guys, enough of this tangent. <laughs> okay, so. Um, His Hulk is just milk toast. Okay. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> okay, so. Damn. Where the fuck were. We? Oh, yeah, we talked about <laughs> Hawkeye. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited for Hawkeye coming after the What If show that's coming up. Um, Which that trailer looked good. It, it did look good. Yeah. Um, and I think Hawkeye comes out at the end of September or early October, I want to say. Okay. And then we get Miss Marvel after that, I believe. Well, Miss Marvel or. Miss um, Marvel. Or the Marvels. Miss Marvel. Okay. Yeah, no. The Marvels is October 22, I believe, that comes out. Oh, wait, so is Miss Marvel going to be a TV show? Yes. Oh, okay. That's why it wasn't announced in the big phase four thing. Okay. Well, it was. I didn't see, I didn't see the logo, though. Yeah. It sucks to suck. Well, I'm glad that actually that gives me more hope for the Marvels. I thought they were going to jam pack because we are we have a kind of a, a short origin story with Monica Rambo, and then now we're now I'm glad we're getting a whole TV show on Kamala Khan. Yep. So maybe so. we'll see her in that again, which would be cool. Yeah. Um. And yeah, are they going to do Secret s- Invasion, Spider Man? But let's get off of the uh, okay. Let's, let's get off of this stuff and talk Black to Widow. Black Widow. Um, Black Widow. So the. Next thing I have was, okay, since we were talking about the end of the movie, kind of like, you know, the post credit scene, uh, the very end of the movie when they're in the sky at the Red Room, which we, is a kind of cool place for the Red Room. Like, it's above everything. You don't really know it's there. Yeah. Um, it, may, it has a, okay, how, how did S.H.I.E.L.D. not know about it? Whatever. Yeah, it's very strange how S.H.I.E.L.D. does not know about that. Well, S.H.I.E.L.D. doesn't exist anymore. So is that. Well, S.W.O.R.D. Because Nick Fury's like, on a spaceship. Yeah, but like not this time. I know, not at this time, but like Shield was like, I, mean, I guess at the time, but no, but Shield was a okay. How that long? How long was the Red Room pri- in the that air? Is the least though? of their priorities. At that time. I'm just saying, like for it to be established up there at one to- at one point before well, Shield fell. But also, fell. that being said, for all that they knew, they thought that Drakov was dead, and they thought that the Red Room was done. Yeah, but with Shield, just like. If, <laughs> See this big thing floating in the yeah, sky? Yeah, what's this big fucking power in the <laughs> middle of the... the clouds. I'm just know. saying. I'm willing I, I, to suspend disbelief. I okay. think that they... I think that there's enough, like... You can pull enough out of your ass to kind of make sense to, as to why it got brushed off for so long. Mm. Well, yeah, because... I don't know. It's just... yeah. All right, so the thing I was going to say is the end of that movie with all the explosions looked like it's straight out of a fucking Michael Bay movie. So it got kind of old really fast. I'm like, okay, everything's yeah. exploding. I get it. And that's one yeah. of my few complaints about the movies. I think some of the explosions and some of the CGI kind of looked really shitty. Yeah. Um, especially the one that I think looked the worst was it was the airplane with Drakov and some of like the soldiers around him. That explosion, I think, oh, looked really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. But that, that when is, it gets engulfed in flames. And that you see is the one of my. That's one of my few, if not like only, complaints about the movie. Yeah. Which, I mean, listen, like, maybe this movie doesn't have an excuse because it took so long to come out, but most of the time, graphic designers, um, all they want, or VFX artists, all they want is more time to perfect it. And, like, I know that, like, that's usually the the issue with... Yeah, the budget probably just didn't allow for it, so, I mean... Yeah. Especially because it got delayed a year. I mean, it was finished. Well, I'm saying you could have thrown more money at it. I mean, not that this movie's probably... This movie's probably not going to make too much... um, Back in box it, office, it maybe, made a pretty good amount opening night. Or, maybe in it made thirty million. Yeah, right? pre, yeah, pre opening night. Yeah, that's I mean, pretty. That's pretty good. Pandemic wise, that's that's decent. That's pretty good. Yeah, but you know, I wonder how much Disney Plus is making with the thirty dollar premium access. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, that um, would. Yeah, which I'm debating on if I want to do that and then. And then put it in, in put it into my supercut. Yeah, I was thinking you were gonna. Might like, do do I want to like, pay the thirty bucks for it? I don't know. I don't think you do. Yeah, no, but I don't. yeah. So do, do, do uh, I lost my? <laughs> Is there something you want to talk about while I'm looking? Uh, I thought the it was back to the action. So you said the choreography was good. Fantastic. I Top think notch. the action sound effects specifically mm-hmm. were on point. Yeah, because like those those hits. Like I remember one particular where um, Drakov hits um, Natasha. 
and I just hear like a snap and I'm like, wow, that's a pretty hard punch. And, like, and it really like it reverberated me in a way. Yeah. That was like really good, like really good placement yeah, and the like thuds were like on point. Like, yeah. oh my God. Like, like you I, felt it. I, I was doing that the whole movie. I was like, oh my God. Like what the fuck? Like the rocket launcher? Do the rocket launcher and the car. Oh my. Um, so are we, I know it's July and I'm not going to get into the debate on whether or not it's going to match up with any of the rules or anything, but are we calling a sound filming or a sound um, editing or mixing Oscar nom? I don't. I mean, I don't. I out of what I've seen, out. out of what I've seen so far, and and generally, like mm-hmm. I want it to, mm-hmm. but it's I don't Marvel think it's it's Marvel. Marvel. Doesn't win anything. Marvel so. wins VFX. Mm-hmm. They don't win sometimes. Yeah, sometimes, mm-hmm. most of the time, but um, you know that that's what these. If comic this, movies if this win. had a nom, it would make sense. I'm not saying a win, but this would fit really, really well in that category. Honestly, that's true. Yeah, very true. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, originally in the comics. Red Guardian and Black Widow are married. So that's kind of oh. a little weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> Which, well, now that we bring up Red Guardian, um, it made me wonder, now that Isaiah Thompson? Isaiah, what's his last name? Um, I don't know who you're talking about, man. The black Captain America, the, but the, the first one in the, in the 50s. Or oh, in the 60s Isaiah, yeah, it's Isaiah. Um, Isaiah Bradley. Yes. Okay. Now that he's established, now we have Red Guardian. How many other super soldiers are out there well, that's that the only Russian on. one. The only Red, Russian Gu- one. Red Guardian is the only Russian one. Right. There and was a whole platoon of black soldiers. Yes. But I think Isaiah Bradley is the only one that survived, right? Yes. So there's Steve Rogers, obviously. Then there's the other four Winter Soldiers that are dead now. As right. Well. Er, three. Was it three or four? I think it was four. Eh, whatever. Four it's not, not important. But, yeah, I, there might be some more out there, and we might get that in maybe the next Captain America movie. I don't know. I would because that'd be pretty cool. I'd like to see, like, well, no, because they kind of did it in Falcon and Winter. Spoilers for Falcon and Winter Soldier, but um, I'd like to see like super soldiers against like like good super soldiers against like an army of other super soldiers. You know what I mean? That would be kind of cool. That would be kind of cool. Be a cool like movie plot, and you could make that with with Sam because he he doesn't have the super serum. You know that could be the next Captain America movie. David Harbour wants to. Uh, Is it Harbour or Harbor? I don't know. I'm just. I, I just go you on. said Harbor. I've never I, heard I just, anyone pronounce it that way. I don't know how it is. Okay. But anyway, um, so he wants. He said like on Instagram or something on social media somewhere he wants to fight Captain America. That would be pretty cool yeah. to see at some point. I'd mm-hmm. like to see like a short film with him like being like, like maybe like a fantasy of him like actually fighting Cap. You know, like Steve cool. Rogers in his prime. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we're ever gonna really see him again. I don't know where we're gonna see him again. Maybe he'll just show up as a cameo somewhere, but... Well, that brings me to another point where it's like, are we going to get, like, a side movie with Elena as, like, you know, freeing all the Black Widows with, with the Red Guardian and um, Melina? See, that would be cool. I just don't know how they would... Or where they're going to put that. Maybe not Phase 4. Because it seems like they have Phase 4 already pretty locked up with what they're doing movie-wise. Yeah. So maybe they'll get a show. Maybe she'll get a show. Okay, I'd like to see that. She's like, she was, she's probably like I said, she's my favorite character in this movie. And it'd be so. a team up show between her and like, I guess, um, maybe Hawkeye or Falcon and more Soldier. They're gonna make like depending a, like on a how Defenders Hawkeye type ends. of thing. Ooh, show. okay. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, ooh, they could make a Defenders oh, God, type of show. The, the go Defenders. after Valentina Contessa, whatever the hell her name is. Going after Valentina her. Valentina Allegra yeah. Contessa. Yeah, whatever. Van Jones. They're going after her, and she's the main villain. That would be kind of cool to see. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean, it's they're kind of an open book. They're kind of rewriting or writing a new story for the Marvel phase, phase four. And I mean, are they going to do another big story with Galactus? Are they going to have kind of an, an anthology thing in each phase? What are they going to do? We don't know who the who the big bad is going to be in this phase or in yeah. this whole whatever. Like saga. Are they saga. doing? Yeah, well, that's my question. Are they doing a saga or are they doing like, like a, a phase question. thing? You know, I. I would like to see Galactus, but I don't know. I, I want to know when the next quote-unquote Avengers movie is going to be, but I don't know what that's going to consist of because the Avengers don't te- technically exist anymore. So mm. not not the way that we know them. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I think it would be headed by Captain Marvel with Peter Parker oh, be, be funny, being the Iron Man-ish. Did, I mean, doesn't like... um. 
what's the phrase? Brie Larson not even want to play Captain Marvel anymore? Oh, good. I'm pretty sure I've heard that. <laughs> I don't know if it's a rumor, but like I'm hearing they're trying to phase her out, but I don't know if that's actually true. Because you don't know what's true anymore on fucking social media. She's, she, like, listen, I'm going to go on a small tangent, but um, she's the only person that I really, I have like an actual hard time separating art and artist mm-hmm. because she's actively trying to ruin other properties that I care about. Mm-hmm. And if she's trying to fire John Favreau now, at least that's, that's a rumor. Just yeah, a these rumor. are all, we don't know how true any of these are. This is just his opinion. Yeah. So. But I, it's, and she like, doesn't bring anything to Captain Marvel. That's special. I feel like a lot of other actresses could, could do a, as good or better of a job. I think, I think the writing in her particular movie wasn't strong. It wasn't, it wasn't bad because like, if you watch my review on my YouTube channel, Danny Wass, um, <laughs> so you plug your hero squad all the time. So you I get to plug, plug it. You just plugged it for me. Oh yeah, whatever. They, they do music <laughs> reviews, but yeah, I, I think like I liked, I liked her movie. It was fine, but they, they made a, a joke out of Nick Fury and like, they just they did they did for the internal logic they they messed it up and then she's at the head of it, so you know what I mean. I, I just yeah no I got gotcha. you and let's let's get back to the movie here. We can talk about that on our own time. Um, let's talk about the relationship between Elena and Natasha. Like they weren't really sisters, but like it yeah it was really cool to see that like as the movie went on they. They they kind of act like sisters the whole time, which is funny. Mm-hmm. Like, because I have two sisters and I know how that goes. <laughs> so, and it's it was very fun to see. They had a really good um, dialogue going between them. Uh, that's the wrong word. What's the banter? Yeah, they, yeah, they, banter. They had pretty good banter. Chemistry. Chemistry. Maybe that's chemistry. the fucking word. Yeah. So they had great chemistry on screen together, and I I thought it was really well done. And I think Kate Shortland, the director, did a great job yeah. um, getting us into this movie mm-hmm. and keeping the pacing going. Like, well, yeah, she kept the movie rolling for sure. And keeping us invested in these characters. Like, I like the story behind, which I wish, I wish, like, if we're, if we're going to, maybe if this, this is wishful thinking, maybe this movie does good, um, we get another Black Widow prequel where we actually see <clears throat> her life in the Black Widow organization, and she's a little bit of an assassin, and then she defects. I'd like to see that story. Well, so that's the thing is, um, Alexi makes a comment where he said how he's proud of Yelena because she's, like, the best child assassin. Yeah. We don't see any of that. And I mm. I, I, I want Yelena content! Uh! Yeah. I just, I want, not even just because she's hot. Not just because she's, she's hot. She's a great character. She's a great character. And, like, she's I really... Funny. Because you can't be funny without trauma. True. She's okay. Hilarious. Yeah. Well, I did like the. Like, I think it gives you personality. I thought it was very authentic with when she's like um, talking about her getting um, a hysterectomy. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Like authentic. Like, I and, think that was really good. It felt very raw, but and it didn't feel like. It felt so true to the character, and also when she made the comment about how the vest is the per- first piece of clothing she bought for herself, mm-hmm. I think that was such a like. <laughs> such a nonchalant thing when you think about it being like oh like i buy clothing for myself all the time but that is such a big thing for her yeah mm-hmm. that's sorry when she said i have all these pockets i just kept I think, thinking of I dan's think, cargo shorts yeah no absolutely <laughs> i make f- cargo shorts are so fucking ugly <laughs> i make fun of them all the time like there was there was one point where um oh he said a joke and you laughed at it and I said that those jokes are never funny. And you said, oh, well, Dan oh, yeah. laughed at it. And I'm like, yeah, and he's also wearing cargo shorts. <laughs> so look at your audience here. Oh, yeah, well, the jo- you want to know the joke was, is uh, um, there was a Pepsi commercial, and I'm like, wow, I could really okay. go for a Coke. <laughs> I know, it's such a dad time. joke. But it's not it good. made him laugh. Um, I'm here anyway, for the audience. Now that I'm done uh, derailing, to get to a real point, we briefly touched on, we've more than briefly touched on the pacing, but we were just talking about the pacing and how the director definitely kept the movie rolling. Mm-hmm. I would much rather have the pacing be too fast than too slow. Like Rise of Skywalker fast or like. Mm. <laughs> and, but like. Or like, like Infinity War fast. I did not look at my phone once during this movie. You look at your watch. Yeah, because I want to see the time. <laughs> That's, that's why like, people look at their phone. No, I look at my phone to check my notifications and look up random shit uh, on IMDb and stuff. Like, this movie kept me invested. So I think for my um, 
maybe a little bit of an offensive hot take here. For my undiagnosed ADHD brain, this is a very good movie for me. I had pretty ladies. I had funny jokes. I had fast story that kept me invested. Mm-hmm. No complaints. Yeah, and yes, it was fast paced, but they also, had, as you said earlier, they went fast and then kind of like emotional, fast, emotional. Yeah. And it, it kept that pacing and it did a really good mm-hmm. job with it. And the, the thing I wanted to highlight is that they tell story through the action too. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'm because I, I suck at memory. I can't remember specifics. Ooh. But I, it's kind of like how like James, like, you know, you learn about James Bond's character in Casino Royale when he mm-hmm. crashes through like the the drywall when he's chasing a perp, because like like the guy does parkour through like this small little window, and then James Bond just kind of goes through the, <laughs> goes through the drywall, thinking yeah. like fuck it, I'm just gonna take a shortcut. That tells you so much about his character. Um, another, I don't know if I already made this oh, point the, already. Oh, I was gonna say Sorry. like uh, a point that. It's the helicopter scene with Yelena. That's a good example of that. Her character being told through action. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, fuck, I'm just going to blow up this fucking tower. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's what she does. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, she's, she faces the problem head on. Um, I think something to touch back on the choreography, but thing that tells the story really, really well. I love how when you see any fight scene between any of the widows against another widow... Their fight style is exactly the same because they were trained the same way, and I love seeing that. So, like, when um, when Natasha and Yelena were fighting each other in, like, the first scene, it was identical. And they mm-hmm. knew each other's next move, and they knew every moment here and there. And, like, none of them slipped up, and I loved that. Mm-hmm. And it just, it, it's such a, like, such a good storytelling moment. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. I, I like the, I, in that fight scene that you're talking about, um... I'm 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 not sure if they planned it. They probably didn't, but like I remember seeing Black Widow's stunt actor um go through the door, but her leg kind of gets caught in like oh. the window. Oh yeah. And I'm like, "Ooh, that must have hurt." Like I wonder if she got injured on that. But it's like they even like they both fucking strangle each other with a curtain. Yeah. So it's like you just see how similarly their brains work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just love that. Yeah, like, when, like when, I love that detail. When uh, Yelena grabs the knife and then Black Widow's kind of like looking around like like what do I grab and she grabs like a wrench or something. Mm-hmm. Like it's like it, yeah. Tell story it's through all, action. You can even see it with like Taskmaster too. Oh How yeah, they, like with, they have with very the shield similar, and stuff. Yeah. Or I'm just saying that like they have very similar yeah, like the fighting style of the widows is very like concrete and Well yeah, well she was like um like uh, Drake off was saying, she's a perfect mimic. Mm-hmm. Where like you could see oh, her, yeah. see no, it like right. in the beginning, yeah. where like is like acquiring target or whatever, mm-hmm. and like she's learning her moves. And yeah, she you could see that with most of them. Like she did the Black Panther claws. She did yeah. all the uh, Captain America shield stuff. Mm-hmm. She, you saw a lot of the fighting styles that we've seen in I the really movies like and that. the Hawkeye thing, the mm-hmm. the bow. That's another one. Yeah. Those are three that I noticed. I was like, oh, shit. Kind of like a jack of all trades. Yeah, it, it's really cool to see. And it's or, fucked uh, up, but it, it was really cool to see. Uh, what? When Yelena calls out Natasha's posing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, God. see, that was like a great meta moment where they're like, yep. yeah. And then she's like, oh, that felt gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is why I said it. I think I've said it already in the podcast, but I've said it so many times tonight. This movie did exactly what I think they wanted Ant-Man to do. Mm-hmm. It is a really good movie, and it's also really funny. So it's like, I, I just, I feel like it's kind of hard to have funny action. Because either like it's either too much comedy, or like it's not funny at all, and it just seems out of place. Yeah, it, like fit, I think, really, it fit really well here. I think I Guardians think. like relied more on comedy yeah. instead of action. And then I think... And I think Ant-Man, it's, Ant-Man was so underwhelming. It's a very, eh, like, middle both, ground movie. Both movies movie. are just, like... And the second one fucking sucks. I thought the first one was really good. The first good. one is fine. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It was directed by Edgar Wright. I think it would do a lot better. Peyton Reed did, did what he could. I think he did an okay job. But, I mean, Ant-Man and the Wasp can't be excused, though. That was bad. That was... It, but... Because it was such a... A weightless movie compared mm-hmm. to what we just saw. Like, like remember, yeah. Infinity War had just come out. That's Everybody's true. dead, and then we have this happy-go-lucky like story that doesn't matter at all until the very like end, mm-hmm. like the end credit scene. So, like, very much a filler movie. Yeah. All right. There's one other thing I want to bring up, and it's, it's something you were just like, "What the fuck?" In the theater, it was the bird call. Yeah. Was that established in the beginning? Yes. Uh, was it? Yes. 
Where? In the very first scene before the fireflies, um, when Natasha's getting off her bike and running in the backyard, she does the whistle, uh, and then Elena whistles back. Oh, okay. Yep. I didn't hear that. No, like, I remember, it, was, like, it was established. I remember the you're upside down callback. I'm like, oh, that's neat. Yeah, but no, the the whistle is how, like, because she's getting off her bike, and she's, like, running in the backyard, and she whistles, and then Elena whistles back, and then they're like, that's when she finds Elena upside down. Mm, okay. Yeah, I must miss that. I thought it was like just had to do with the birds because like the whole first scene started oh. with the birds calling, and mm-hmm. then it, the, after it went to black, and then went to the uh, quote it unquote was... mid credit scene, which it should have been. Um, yeah, well, I, through the trees again. An interesting thing. I, I like how the movie's a loop. It is. Yeah, because we start. Do we not start? Oh no, I guess we start on her bike. Yeah, and not the fireflies. Yeah, but Never I mean the, the fireflies were like a nice touch at the mm-hmm. end. They're like. Because, like, it could loop. Well, it started with the trees, and then it went to the bike. So, so it start, does it start it, it started, with... It started with the trees, I thought, and then Are there the fireflies bike. in the trees at the no, start? No. Fuck. No. Why can't they loop it? It would have been cool. <laughs> um, That end credit scene made me cry. Like, oh, because, like, she's dead. Like, before Valentina started blowing her nose, I was crying. There were tears on my cheeks. Like, just because I'm like, I made a joke where I'm like, oh, haha, like, she's hot and she has a dog. And then when I see her going to the grave, I see the tree, and I'm just assuming that she was going to find Natasha's mother or whatever. And mm-hmm. then you see that it's her grave, and I'm instant tears. Mm. Holy shit, that got me. And then it got, like, funny and goofy, and then we're, like, fucking up Hawkeye or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wanted to... It I wanted... reminds me of the end credit scene in um, Far From Home. Was remind me of that one, the one where um, Peter and MJ are swinging around, and then J. Jonah Jameson comes up on oh, the news right. with the clip of um, Mysterio. J.K. Simmons have to bring a J.K. Simmons. You have to bring up. Okay, but do you see how the end credit scenes are similar? Yes, like we're doing something totally different, and then it brings back to like trying to turn a character into a bad guy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got you. I wanted to kind of point out something that was interesting about this movie compared to, I think, all other. Every other Marvel movie. Okay. I might be wrong about this. It has an opening... Nope, never mind. I'm, I'm, I was wrong about my previous statement. Incredible Hulk does this too. They have an opening credit sequence instead of a mid-credit sequence. Yeah. So, right. yeah. So I thought I thought that was interesting. And it has that awesome cover. Is It smells like Teen Spirit? It was, smells like... I think it was smells like Teen Spirit. Because I remember like... I was going to bring that up just now. Yeah. Okay. Like, oh my God. Dude, that cover was fucking... I was like, oh, I like this. Yeah. It's dark and moody, just like I like it. Yeah, anyway. it was like a Zack Snyder like kind of like thing going on for yeah, a second. Yeah, it was very you know? Zack Snyder esque. Oh yeah, yeah. which like, like it, it was a it was a nice callback. I mean, because the movie starts in the nineties. This is this, that was more like a like kind of like these cool opening credit sequence were, were kind of staple of like the early two thousands. Yeah. So, but I thought that was nice, and um, yeah, uh, we get like kind of like how like Incredible Hulk has. The small small story, the backstory of like him getting his powers, being a Hulk and stuff. We get the kind of backstory of of the Black Widow program, um, with Natasha and um, Yelena being thrown into it and being forced against the will to be assassins and stuff. Which still want that movie, but you know, because I thought that's what this movie would be. Yeah, but yeah, I, I was I would. See, yeah, like I said, if this movie does good in the box office, maybe Marvel, Kevin Feige, if you're listening, probably not, but uh, maybe you want to do do like an origin story for Yelena. Even that could be cool. That would be the start of like her first first part of her She's nodding her head like, like yeah. I have to go. I have to go watch Little Women in Midsummer now, and I know I'm gonna love them both. You're gonna hate Midsummer. Midsummer. Are you sure? <sighs> Midsummer's just so Do you so know long. how often I see TikToks of people being obsessed with Midsummer? You might like it. Probably every other day. I, I've been on Midsummer TikTok for months, and it, I have no clue what they're talking about. But honestly, because Florence Pugh is in it, I'm probably going to like it. I honestly think that might be the most disappointing I might watch it while I'm I've just seen. like grinding let's, through Genshin. Let's not get on this topic just now. Um, I mean, nothing scary it's happens. Relevant. Shut the Hereditary was so good. Nothing scary happens in Midsummer. Okay. Okay. Do you have anything else to talk about in Black Widow? Um, I mean, I liked the prison escape sequence. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I liked how like you you could um, I like oh. the subtlety of for for the Red Guardian, you, uh, David Harbour. 
you could see how he is a super soldier. I didn't know that he was a super soldier, so I was kind of just confused for a while. Well, <laughs> well I, I mean, he moves the fucking truck. Yeah, throws, like, I, just, a truck I, out of the way. I was just kind of ignoring it. I was like, like, I saw did? this. I, yeah. You're like, oh, Marvel. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm just, he, maybe he's just like some type of superhero. I didn't think super soldier. Yeah. yeah. I just thought like, whatever, he's just strong man. Yeah, I didn't know he was either. Um, When he broke that guy's wist, I gagged. <laughs> yeah. And well, did he start crying after that? I don't think like so. The guy who he did, like, oh, like, the guy whose <laughs> wrist was broken. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which, like, would you cry? Would it, would it be? Let's ask somebody who's broken both of their wrists thirty-seven times. Uh no, I didn't cry. I I didn't break it in that way. You but broke I, two but I little cry. bones in your wrist. You didn't break your whole entire fucking wrist. His hand. Oh, I had like went, a, his hand was a gummy worm. Ooh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I too would cry, either out of fear or pain. Well, you cried because of fucking you need Black to Widow's shut death. your fucking mouth. <laughs> you okay. cried because Peter Parker dusted okay. away. Okay, everybody did. I didn't. You're a fucking sociopath. like I said in the Avengers podcast. I could watch him because you didn't dust. talk about your emotions until last year. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now you cry once a week. Shut up. Go back and watch it again and tell me you're not gonna cry, <laughs> Mister. I Stark. know he comes back. I don't feel so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um. Seven. Fucking, you almost cried when your popsicle dusted away into the sink the other morning. <laughs> I really wanted that popsicle. <laughs> uh, anything else on this movie set? Uh, let's talk about my letterbox. Let's get into our re- our rankings and our reviews. Okay. I'll detour into this. I would just like to say um, I just posted my first letterbox review probably in the past two years. Um, I gave it a four and a half stars. I'm pretty confident about that. Really like this movie. Uh, and my review. <clears throat> Florence Pugh now owns the MCU and my ass. I'll give it like a good fucking like 85 probably and I will leave it there. Okay. I'm going to give it an 80. I really enjoyed all the action sequences. Again, as I said, Kate Shorten got us into the movie just the way you want it to and kept it rolling. Great emotional content. The only thing that was like really not that great was, I mean, I didn't think the villain was overall that great. I mean, yep. he was, he gave me big uh, Weinstein vibes, but Oof. I think it really hit home at the end. Yeah, where he's like, when he's, he's like, yeah, the, his whole his whole monologue is yeah made you, yeah, you know what I mean, but I think it really emphasized of how. Little he gets his hands dirty, but how powerful he is, mm-hmm. which I think it's again, I think that really like is a good point of how he we see him as so much on the back burner, but we see how in control he is. Yeah, he's pulling strings mm-hmm. and it's see, I I don't know. I just wasn't a big fan of him. I love Taskmaster. Oh, mm-hmm. man, that was a great. I thought she was cool. She was cool. I think if my brain could stop comparing her to the Dark Troopers, she would have been cooler. <laughs> but yeah, that's why I give it an 80. Danny. Um, let me write this down. I'm going to give it also an 80. Nice. Because, listen, going into this, reviews, yeah, not that great. And I was concerned with- Is that with, a three and a half star? What? It's an 81.6. Is that three and a half stars, guys? It's a four star. Oh, cool. I'm <laughs> tired of three and a half. <laughs> no, we always get four and a half. No, we always give three and a half. We always get three and a half. Really? Yeah. Well, it's just, that's three, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, going in this movie, um, the reviews weren't that amazing. Scarlett Johansson was getting me worried that she was bringing up the politics stuff, and uh, I'm very glad that this this was a movie for everybody, not 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 for men, mm-hmm. which is what I was concerned about. Um, but yeah, it it it's the way to do, I guess, a female superhero. It's not it's not too on the nose, and like the action's great, the story's great. You have an underlying subtext of I guess a female relatable story. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, the villain was a little weak, you know, beginning was a little, little rushed. Um, but the, you know, you're kind of in that, in that corner of trying to tell a compelling story of, but with all this baggage and backstory. So it's understandable. So that's why I give it an 80 where it's like, you know, yeah. yeah. For this being like the female, superhero movie follow-up to captain marvel i was really really scared going into it because like 
Like, a big reason why people don't like Captain Marvel, and the big reason as to why I didn't like Cara Dune is it's just a, she's just a strong woman because she's a strong woman. Yeah. You know, like, we don't get anything to that, where I say with WandaVision, and I say with now Black Widow, you see a really strong character who's, like, a woman. But you don't see, it's like... It's not woman first. Yeah. Strong character And, first. like, I'm fine with... And, like, I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with putting the character first, like, being a female first. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I think it's just, like, it's... unless not unless, unless your story is about, like, being a woman, I don't think that it should be your number one point. Yeah. Like, if you're writing, like, a drama about, like, what it's like to be a woman, then, like, yeah, have your character who is a woman who's also strong. Mm-hmm. But, like, when we're watching like a marvel movie and like we're telling the story about um like if this was a movie just about like black widows like like if we saw her experience in the red room and stuff i would be fine with it but because this isn't about her and it's more about her taking someone down like it's about her ending the red room i think i just think they handled it really really well mm-hmm. and i want more they, they i wanted them to do this with ray yeah like and I think, like, we had this conversation the other day where I think that if if they left Rey as nothing, I, people would not hate her nearly as much. Mm. Yeah, like I, like I said, like, it, we had a very bumpy ride getting to her being mm-hmm. nobody because it was, we went, we were starting in one direction, then we yeah. completely pivoted, yeah. and then, but if, we, if they just expanded on that point, mm-hmm. I think we would have been in, you know, pretty safe. Yep. A pretty safe area. It's but, I think yeah. like I them unnecessarily connecting her to a dumb man ruined Ray, <laughs> which <laughs> happens to a lot of female characters. They need to stop unnecessary unnecessarily connecting dumb female characters to men. Also, I am so fucking glad that Natasha never wound up with her friend guy who gives her planes. Oh I'm yeah, so, I was very worried I am about that. So glad. That they never diddled. I thought they were going to, like, kiss right in the first scene. I would have been pissed. I would have been so mad. Because, like, I am so tired of seeing Natasha Romanoff used as a stepping stone for other characters. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, like, honestly, maybe that's just who she is. Because, like, we even see that in Endgame. Where she's just a stepping stone to defeat Thanos. Yeah, but it's like I I was tired. I did not want to see her be too much of a stepping stone in her own movie. It's like I'm tired of her just being a love interest for half the fucking men in the MCU. Well, she's only really a love interest for Bruce. She's the only concrete one. Everyone else wanted to ship her, Mm -hmm. myself included, because I think her in Captain America would have been like a stepping stone for Florence Pugh's character in this movie. No, I think they stand side by side in yeah. this one. Okay, cool. I'm just making sure. I'm no, just, okay, I, I think her... Yeah, I uh, so, no, 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 no. <laughs> I think her movie introduces Florence Pugh's character. I think the yes. I think the physical movie Black Widow is a stepping stone for Yelena. But I do not think that the character Black Widow mm-hmm. is the stepping okay, stone. Okay, good, because I know some people are going to think that. So I'm glad no, we're clarifying no. that. Cool. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, yeah. um, when we were first going to see this movie, before we saw it, I was thinking... Hmm. We were both thinking like, okay, this is gonna be a middle of the road movie. Yeah. And like exceeded my expectations. I wanted to oh, yeah. say I was like, I want this to be like a sixty five at the least. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to go any lower. And it shot through my expectations. Well, I also mm-hmm. I d- gave zero fucks about Black Widow. Bef- like not just the movie, but like the actual character. I didn't like her. I didn't give a fuck about her. She like <clears throat> it's the same thing with uh, Wanda, where I fucking hated her until WandaVision, and then holy fuck, we saw so much of her. And it's like honestly, I maybe I kind of wish that Black Widow was a TV show because we could have seen like if if you could give me like a couple rewind episodes where you see more of the red room and then if we get an episode just on Elena being a child assassin and then growing up to what she is today mm-hmm. but i think the only problem with that is i think that the, the, the i think the public image of black widow would be kind of like oh she's she is a lower tier because people view tv shows lesser no, than no, no. movies no 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 well i think but more so what i'm saying is eventually you're going to run into a roadblock where you can't really watch a mo- or watch a TV show about characters who don't have any free will. So it's like you're going to get a Yelena episode, and then there's going to be an awkward time blip where she's under the control of 
uh, Drakov, and then, like, you literally hear, hear her say, she's like, you don't know what's you or not anymore, and, like, she still doesn't know. Mm, okay. So it's like, you're gonna have this awkward couple years or whatever where, like, you don't know. We can have like, a time jump. They did five years in Endgame. Yeah. But that's why I guess it's it's best that it's not a TV show. Yeah, yeah they, they probably, like, settled for a movie. Like like I said, but there's so much it's, backstory there, though. But, so there's not enough this for... This could have been a trilogy, I think. I, see, I was just gonna say I don't think there's enough for a trilogy. Really? Because well, I of think that, there's plenty. I think there's that problem where, like, unless you get a trilogy where you get, like, one movie on Red Guardian, one movie on Black Widow, and one movie on Yelena. Yeah, skip Red think, Guardian. Well, but the problem is you run into the roadblock where, like, I think you're gonna have too much time. Like, these women aren't that old. They're, mm. like, in their 20s and 30s. So it's, like, you're going to have a pretty probably big chunk of their lives where they're under mind control. And, like, how do you fill that in? Yeah. Well, you could... Okay, so the first first movie, you could have them being in the red... Or have, like, the first half be the red room growing mm-hmm. up in it. Second half, Black Widow escaping, um, <laughs> being defect, defecting. Then, mm-hmm. then maybe it's the second movie is Elena's story... Which ends with her killing, killing with the one. Her like her, her, her mission is to, her mission is to, um, what's it called? Uh, stop this serum or the toxin from getting out that mm-hmm. that like wakes them up from the mind control, mm-hmm. and then we have the the cap it off this movie, mm-hmm. you know. So all right, yeah. I mean, that's just the throwing yeah. it out there. Yeah. All right, I'm. Getting very tired. Yeah, you have to wake up. You have to be awake. Five hours. So, what? No, no, no. We have to do the outro first. So, so this has been our Black Widow review. Thank you for listening. Uh, We are going to plan on doing a few more reviews throughout this summer, probably, Mm -hmm. on some movies that are coming out. I have no idea which ones yet, but we're going to do them. We still have a few trailers that we might be interested in. But Mm -hmm. we will. uh, Might be interested in is a stretch. Excuse you. All right. Yeah, so. I'm Dan. You can find... Er, Jesus, no, I am... We are Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, TikTok, with the handle, at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. There we go. I'm Danny. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Wasp, where I post occasionally. Not really, though. Um, and also my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Wasp. Also, find us on Letterboxd at Movie Drunks. Sep, you take it. Uh, I'm Sepper. Really, yeah. Maybe I'll start being around more. I don't know. This was kind of fun. I'm sorry I only talk about wanting to fuck jk simmons and florence Pugh. i'll try to stop doing it but i can tell you right now it's not gonna happen and i'm not even drunk that's all thanks for listening to us (laughs) spoiler alert none of us are drunk yeah well that's what we do on reviews yeah exactly yeah yeah all right well cheers bitch Ah.